The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's up, everybody? We're two away. We finished this one. We have one more, and then we're jumping back into the 80s. So is that two, or is that... One away. One away. How are So what's your thought on that? There's people who are of the mindset that you would call that two away, and there are people who are of the mindset that it's called one away. What would you call it? I don't know, man. I think... Um I think it's one away because right now we're experiencing and doing this one. So it's kind of like this one doesn't count. We don't have to do this one because it's getting done right now. Well, we haven't done it yet. So we still have to do it. So that would be one. And then we have one more after and two. Yeah, but I don't count this towards that. (laughs) That's just how my brain works. It's all good, dude. It works that way for everybody. You know what throws me off, dude, is is stuff like when you say bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Because that could that has two meanings. Yes, it does. That means go one way every two weeks or twice in one week. We should argue that at work and say, "Well, our contract says biweekly. It doesn't say <laughs> every other Friday or <laughs> twice a week." So yeah, I have a feeling that any argument we bring is just going to be moot. Doesn't matter. I can tell you, uh, I think we, I think we'd win that one. <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to think how can I tie our movie into this conversation. I'm just going to say it, dude. <laughs> You know, this movie was crazy. <laughs> we're jumping right into it. We're going to go right into our movies. <laughs> we're, we're continuing our Rob Zombie films. We started with House yes. of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. We went to Devil's Rejects. Yes. We skipped Halloween 1 and 2. Well, I watched them, but you watched we didn't them. talk about them. Yes, we skipped them for the show. I didn't watch them. I should have watched them just to watch the, the visual progression. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I watched them. Then we went into Lords of Salem. Yes. Which... Which was interesting because I hold I, I stand behind what I said when we spoke about it. Yeah, well, because I really was impressed with it, and I really think it is one of those movies that's it's a sleeper. You have to you have to watch it with the eyes of go in like you're watching The Exorcist or something like that, The Shining. You know, something that's slowly building and it yeah, consistently builds as it goes, and and visually, you know, it's you can't go in with a preconceived Rob no. Zombie notion. Oh not no, at all. no. But this no. one, this one, yes, like, absolutely. Hey, you're just back to Rob Zombie. Oh, so oh, Rob Zombie's back. <laughs> Rob Zombie's back. This one, this week, we're talking about his fourth original film. This one is 31. Now, you may think you see a grease-painted reformer sitting before you, but trust me, I'm not here to brighten your dismal day. I am here to end your miserable life. You know, all in all, you've had a pretty good run. Deep down inside, you must have known. You digging what you see, Pops? I reckon I do. (laughs) It all had to end somewhere. Might as well be now.
So the game of 31 yes. is just a Halloween game. It's a reference to the October 31st, yeah? Is that what you got from it? What would you get from that? Yeah, that was my interpretation, my takeaway. That's how I looked at it. Because when, when Malcolm McDowell's character starts saying something, Malcolm McDowell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I was like, wait, it should be McDonald. No, it's McDowell. Uh, <laughs> when he said something about the game of 31, I was like, oh, shit, do we get 31 killers? 31 uh, ways to kill them, 31 rooms in the maze. Like, what is the 31? And by the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's Halloween. Yeah. Because <laughs> it ends, right? As soon as Halloween's done, it ends. No. It's the next day. No, I mean, it, I, well, that, that's a good question. Maybe we should bring that up later on. We'll talk about oh. that later on. We'll bring it, we'll circle back okay. around, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm not going to start at the end, but I did. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 31 is, is a return to Rob Zombie's classic Rob Zombie filmmaking. Yeah. However, he does use a lot of his newer techniques, camera angles, effective mm-hmm. shots, things that he does. He uses some of the things where we saw those progressions. Uh, we see it here too. Yes. But it's right back to gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, splatter. Mm-hmm. Splatter horror. Gore house. The idea is, is we have a, this again, we're back in the 70s. Yep. And again, we are in on Halloween. Or around Halloween. This one's on Halloween. But well, we you never realize- really left the seventies with Rob Zombie. We uh, changed location. Salem. I thought that was or that was the nineties. Yeah, it? they had internet. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the nineties. I still don't even know because they had cell phones. You had the internet. Oh, maybe it was like late nineties, early two thousands. But all of his movies are either on or around Halloween. House of yes. a Thousand Corpses on Halloween. Uh, be- or no, the day before Halloween, and then into Halloween. Yep. Devil's Rejects a year later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salem, Halloween, 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 Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and now this one, Halloween and, uh, seventies, we have Sherry moon zombie reprising her role of every other character, except this one. She's not crazy. She's just still dressed in seventies garb. Yep. And somewhat acting like some and of her other hair. characters. Yes. Um, but we get a whole host of basically we get this group of their carnies, right? Yeah. They're carnies. They're basically traveling across the country from the last place that they 
they set up the carnival to the next place. They're the they're the crew that that kind of put up the stuff, and some of them are, are performers. Performers, right? Um, what's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name now. Sweet baby. No, the the witch from Salem. Oh, Margaret Murphy. Margaret Murphy. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's no her Margaret real name. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but. I think she's uh, she's part of the talent. She's like a, a fortune teller. Meg Foster. Well, I thought Ma- she Meg was the Foster. one. I thought she was the one who was like running everything. Is she running charge. it? That's what I was the impression. I felt like she that's was. That's why he was talking to her about this act that he wanted to do, and she was like, "Yeah, okay, we'll see about working." Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's how I took it. No, you're right. You're right. I thought she was a fortune teller too. I thought that. I thought well, that's that what she could did. have been her gimmick. Yeah. Did you ever see the show Carnival? On HBO? No, no, I never did. It was only two seasons, but man, yeah. what a cool show. And this kind of reminded me of that, just that kind of dynamic with these carnies, right? Uh, you got the mechanic. You have, I, I think some of the other guys are, are, maybe they run some of the rides. They yeah. do. We don't really get the full scope of what everyone does, but we do know they're traveling. Yes. And they stop in this town to uh, get gas, get snacks, and it doesn't go well. No. Not at all. They end up getting um, kidnapped. Yes. Jumped and kidnapped. And our main characters... Well, wait, after they, they leave the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They leave the gas station. They're driving for a while. And they hit this weird moment where there's these weird scarecrow-like things kind of just perched or, or propped up in the middle of the road. I think like Blair Witch, but like propped up in the road and life-size. It immediately brought me back to House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, we're doing this thing again. We're yeah. going to... But instead of stepping down... These guys came out of nowhere from behind and, and on the sides. All these guys, these big dudes wearing masks, attacking. They killed a few of the people, but our main characters, they take. Yeah. And uh, they, they transport them somewhere. We don't know where. And all of a sudden, we're introduced to Malcolm McDowell and company. Yes. I love Malcolm what McDowell. What is that? I have no idea, man. Um, One of these societies, these weirdo societies that if you have enough money, you get to be a part of it, and then you just get to play with humans for fun. I know you didn't watch Halloween 2. I mean, I did see it, but I didn't watch it recently. I know, but recently. But do you remember the scene where uh, Laurie Strode comes in and like her body's on the table or something like that, and it's just giant feast with these weird fucking people around? They reminded me, Malcolm McDowell and company reminded me of those people. Mm. It reminded me, you ever see Eyes Wide Shut? Yes. That's it reminds a, me of that. Like those yes. weird kind of people where when you have enough money, it's almost like life is so boring that you just join these weird fucking culty kind of yeah. societies that do shit like this. And that's what this is. All of a sudden, there's these people that have Satan comes into this again with yep. the pentagram and the fact that they're whatever the, the money was they were using. It's not regular money, but they're they're betting with money. And the idea is, is they every year. These highfalutin society people dress up like they're in the Victorian era. Yeah, full full blown wigs and makeup wigs, and powdered makeup, and the whole yeah. thing. And they have a group of people kidnapped. The year before this, it was a group, a of church pe- church good, group, good right? God fearing people. Yeah, uh, this one is the Carnies. They grab them, and the idea they bring them to this kind of warehouse boiler room underground sewer maze. Yeah. I don't even know what it was because we don't really get a, a complete feel of what we're looking at there. We get just this kind of moving around. It yeah. was, it was like the camera does this thing where it moves down through layers and does this and that. And you know, a lot of it's subterranean. Yeah. It looked like an old factory of some sort though. Uh, overall, but they're literally put there and then 
the most psychotic of killers are unleashed upon them one at a time. And they have 12 hours to stay alive. If they stay alive for 12 hours, then they survive. They survive the game. If not, they die. Yep. And these highfalutin people bet on who's going to survive, if any will. Yeah. And that's what we get. And the first killer we get (laughs) is this little person. Is dwarf a thing or is that not okay? I don't I don't think I feel so. like that was the what they preferred, right? Dwarves? I don't know, dude. I don't know either. So maybe I don't really know any little people. Please don't take offense. That's me being ignorant, not really understanding. I thought maybe that's the thing, but let's go with little people because I thought little people was demeaning to them now. We shouldn't be saying that either. But I don't know. You get the idea, right? There's this gentleman, he's Hispanic, man. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Loved it because he's Hispanic. However, he looks like a mini Adolf Hitler. Yeah, dude. What a combination. He's got weird white paint over his body, a huge swastika uh, painted on his chest. He's wearing swastika armbands. He's got the the Hitler mustache painted on because it wasn't even a real mustache. And he's walking around with like these SS blades, too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's his thing. He's just like super vicious. Like he's so... The fact that he's so confident that he's going to kill you no matter what and, it makes and, it scarier. Yes, and he mocks you as he walks away. And <laughs> yeah, just the he confidence walks away. in his mocking, dude. The fact that he's walking away from you makes it scarier. He's like, I'm going to kill you, and he walks away. He's like, don't worry. It's going to happen. Just just whatever, you know? He was awesome. I love that dude. Yeah. I thought he was a really cool character. He's back. Creepy and scary. In uh, Three from Hell. The actor. Is he? Why don't I remember him? Oh, I think I know. I think I know why. I was looking at people's credits. Okay. I think I know who that dude is. Okay, that's cool. Yes. Oh, I do know who he is. Okay, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to watch that again. Uh, because I did that was that was fun. Um, yeah, dude. This killer immediately. This is what we're getting. So so we're coming into this, right? What are you thinking as you're watching it? Oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. Before you do. Let's talk about how it opens. Yes. Black and white scene. Yes, dude. This character walks up and delivers this monologue that's, what, like maybe seven or eight minutes long before we even cut away. Yeah. And it's all in black and white. Mm -hmm. It's grimy as hell looking. And it's everything around him is so dark, so you're only just seeing his white face. Yeah. His darkness, basically. Yeah. And uh, the delivery. Yeah. The way he gives these lines, dude. dude. And then we see when he, they do cut away, this is when we referenced earlier that it was a God-fearing group that had been kidnapped the year before. So There's the a priest. Pastor, the priest. priest. The, yeah, he's, he's, the he's, he's basically the last of the couple that are some, uh, uh, remaining, which doesn't make sense. Why? Because. Oh, uh, uh. oh, because that woman was still around. And they said, if you survive, you're good. You're good to go. What woman? The one inside the... Like later on, where the one dude thought he was, she was fake. That was from the year before. She was part of that. She kept saying, "Bless you, you whatever." Like you know, oh loophole, Plot loophole, hole. or they weren't going to let people survive anyway. She just got out. Yeah. Anyway, so we get we open with that scene, dude. What are you thinking after that first monologue, that first opening scene? Oh my god, dude, I loved that. It was fantastic. Just the way it was shot and the way it was done. I guess they originally filmed it in color. Oh yeah. Um, and then turned it black and white. But what a Dude, great I'm choice! Telling man. You, I am telling you, I am telling you, black and white decision. is such a powerful 
powerful just and simple way to really affect a horror movie. I'm well, telling any, you. Any movie in general. I mean, yeah, well, I haven't true. seen it, but You're look right. at Clerks. You're right. Would Clerks 100%. be the same movie in color? It's definitely not, because when you see the second one, that is in color. In color, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's definitely not. You're right. It does lend this different, I don't know, tone to a film. Yes, it does. But that monologue, man, I found now that I am a big fan of zombies writing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, he, these and, characters that he has that deliver these lines, these kinds of just like, like, fuck you for being cool while you're saying something <laughs> so just absolutely horrific. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's so cool. And like you said the other day, uh, when we had, we, we were talking about, we ended up getting to Rob Zombie somehow, but you said, um, uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm a fan of his writing, dude. Huge. You know what I mean? Oh, how you how, how you how you sit there and you think about how he's sitting there writing and what yeah. you think is going through his head is yeah. he's imagining these because he already knows who he's going to have play these roles basically. Yeah. yeah. So imagining them saying this and delivering these yes. lines and and yeah. how he wants to direct them and how he wants them to say it because yes. that's the thing. He already sees it, so when it's time to deliver, he can tell them, "All right, do this. This is how I want or put this across, right?" And then yeah. boom, go. Or maybe it's like maybe it's guys like Mosley where he's like, all I have to do is give him words. He's just going to take it from there. I'd be interested to get the script for this movie or any of his movies. Pat, not not House of a Thousand Corpses, but any of the other ones. And see well, even how House would be kind of cool to see how he wrote the first. See one. how he wrote that, but his then style. these other ones, and see if he writes more in in a visual sort of style. It is going to be because cool I mean to he knows he's going to be the one directing, so he has the liberty to do that. Right. You know what I mean? But he is he the kind of guy who is vague? Is he the kind of guy who's meticulous enough to write his own notes in and say, I want to make sure to keep these in, you know? Yeah. This know. song this song starts playing, you know, dream on. We we pick up at this moment in the song so that when this part comes up, this is where we are in the song so that we can go from there. You know what I mean? Because I feel like he's that kind of dude. I don't yeah. know why, but he he seems to have his beat, he's got everything planned out yeah, basically yes, down to a T before yeah. he starts filming. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Like. It feels like it. At least with the uh, with with these later films. E- but even even sorry, anything after yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. So yeah. that was how we opened the film, right? And you're just yeah. kind of like, holy shit. Well, okay, like, I damn, guess we're dude. back. Who I guess we're back guy? to this, right? Yeah. Uh, and then we get into the movie and we get, we see what's happening and it's all fucked up and there's these killers and they fight. They try to fight back these people, mm-hmm. and um, you know, one's de- one down, one killer down. There goes the, the the little person. After some of them are down. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't go down so, without a fight. But hang on, let me ask you a question because this caught me off guard, right? So they kill this little Nazi dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two women were there. Yeah. They're the ones who killed him. Yeah. So they just end up with the guys. They what went. Bo- well, they went back and got. Uh, they went back because the dude got stabbed. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Sherry Moon Zombie Charlie, I think is her name. Yeah, I think in so. The film. She went off, and this is where she's fight. You know, she was hiding and stuff. And then this guy's. Wait, yeah, that happened during that time, right? Wasn't she with him? The black guy. Charlie was with him. Yeah, got stabbed in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she ends up, you know, bringing the other one back to him. Ah, and they kind of just met up that way. Okay, yeah. I guess it was... He doesn't he show that piece. It. Yeah. But you know what I like that he does? I loved his transitions in this film. Yeah? It felt very comic booky. Like, in his other films, he does this, the swipe transitions, but in this one, there was a lot of 
horizontal transitions and it was ones that were like went horizontal and then yeah. went vertical too. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and the way he moved it, you could see the thicker black lines like they were comic book panels. I literally felt like I was watching Creep Show the way they do mm. that kind of moving around thing. Um, and it was cool for me. I thought it was really kind of a cool, effective thing because that was one of his things he does he did. But then he also brought back his when things are in these moments of terror or, or horror or, or just something that's just really horrific, it's that quick freeze and then slow zoom in, right? That Yeah. And then pull away to the next thing and a quick freeze and a slow zoom, dude. I love that. I love it. And he did it when one dude died. Uh, what's the guy who was in Salem as well? The I forget his name. Jeff Daniel dude. Phillips? Yeah, dude. He did it when he when he died and he's laying there on the oh, thing. Yeah, he yeah. holds on it for a while and he does that whole well, he wants to zoom in, in face, and shit yeah. because it looks like it looks like a real death photo, like a photo of somebody who's murdered, oh, yeah. like his body like position and everything. Yep. You know, yep. there's ones where you're like, oh, that's a stage thing where there's ones where you're like, man, that looks like it could have been well, a real murder. Way, way, obviously probably post grading mm-hmm. uh, and editing stage, but then... Um, the way the lighting hits it, the way the makeup's done, yeah. just the way it looks, man, it's just Grimy. brutal and raw, man. Yeah, dude. Ugh. But then we get introduced to two more two more killers. These ones are brothers, I'm assuming, the two clown chainsaw brothers. I'm assuming they are. Um which by now, after seeing after seeing the first guy at the beginning, right? And seeing what he looked like, then seeing the little Nazi. I'm thinking and then when these two show up, I'm like, all right, I'm totally in on these designs too. Like, these are great, right? One guy had something about pussy something written on his chest. The other one said cock or whatever with the arrow <laughs> pointing down. I'm like, all right, these guys are great. And the one, at first, I had to, like, really keep looking. Like, is that Mosley? Because he's delivering lines <laughs> like he's Mosley, dude. He sounds just like him. You know what I mean? But, again, I think it's I think it was what's that dude's Lou name? Temple, um, I think. Yeah, I think it was it was uh, from rejects. He was one of the, he was the husband of the younger lady that was part of the traveling musicians. Lou Temple. Yep. That was him. Yep. Adam Banjo. Yeah, dude, he did a great job, man. And, but that's the thing. These guys are chasing them, right? Psycho head and schizo head. And they come across this woman Mm. who's tied to this bed or something or this mattress on the ground. And you could tell she's fucked up. They've fucked with her a lot. They they tied her down so bad that the 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 thing started cut into, cut into her, her wrists, wrists yeah. and her wrist started healing over. The dude was like, "It's literally inside her wrists." Like yeah, that's fucking crazy. That Which we find out later, she was part of that religious group. Yeah. So one of two things: it's a loophole, or when they said hole. you got away, yeah, that or a plot hole, or when they say you get away, it means you had to get all the way out. You know what I mean? If you or, were still alive in were, there, then you're a part of the. Or they the, were just not planning on letting you go at all. Yeah, like fuck you, <laughs> we'll yeah. kill you anyway. Yeah, because I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll circle back at the end about that too. When yeah, we get that's there. interesting. But didn't they have? Didn't they? Didn't they stop for a moment and, and and get some chow before they got to the to this girl? Oh, <laughs> how could I forget that dude? What the fuck? What the fuck, bro? I haven't had dinner yet, so, so this, is a, fir- this is a good topic of conversation. Yeah. One of their first dudes gets killed, right? It's not the Jamaican guy. It's the other one. I don't know. I, I didn't pick up who yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't one the of their, Jamaican One of their guy. buddies. Yeah, but his, the, he called him brother. And I think I wonder if they were really brothers because he said something about my mother told me that I was her son. Your mother told me I was her son. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe they were real brothers for real. 
But oh, maybe. He's the guy who gets stabbed first that's hanging no, out No, because with, it's the Jamaican guy that's holding him in his arms. When right. He dies. It's the dude that was stabbed in the bathroom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's the one that gets stabbed. He ends up dying, right? And we don't see his body for a minute. So when they're traveling through this thing, trying to find their way out, all of a sudden there's a feast, and they're being told, hey, get we're going to take a break. Get your nourishment now because we're going to keep going. And uh, one dude's like, I got to eat this, right? Jamaican's like, I'm going to eat. I'm fucking starving. And... Other guys like, yo, don't eat it. It's probably laced with like rat poison or some shit. And Shari Moon Zombie's just looking at them like, how can you be eating right now? We should be thinking about finding new like weapons. Like we need to start fighting back. Yeah. Um, which with her character, dude, we start out with her being this chill like chick that's, you know, kind of dirty ish. She's she's got a little tendencies of baby in her, but we watch the development of a psycho born here because all of a sudden she just wants to kill and like really be brutal yeah. about it. Uh, but she's she's you know it didn't take my well I mean it took a lot yeah. but it didn't take long for her to hit that point yeah you know uh, then all of a sudden as the guy you know the guy's mowing down on all this like ribs and 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 meat and all this shit the dude who was worried it was rat food or uh, rat poison was like okay I guess if he's not dead let me jump in on this he sits down and starts mowing down too I don't know whose idea it was to remove the. Was it Sherry Moon Zombie that was moving? I think the, she lifted it up and saw. Yeah, I don't know why she the tablecloth, but yeah. Holy oh, shit! Man. She moves the tablecloth, and it's not a table; it's a glass coffin. Mm-hmm. And there's the dude, their friend, all carved up. You could see where they carved pieces of his body and and stuff. And that's what they were eating, dude. Mm-mm. Yummy, damn, yummy. that's fucked. Up. And the whole time we keep cutting back to Malcolm McDowell and company commenting on this. Oh, oh yeah. send in these killers. There's no way they're going to survive. Put in some more wagers, and they're putting in wagers to see who's, who's going to uh, die. Reannouncing the odds the odd, after the yeah, first it was round. like a weird like uh, Hunger Games where they're yeah. announcing the thing over the intercom, right? So they 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 get trapped in this. They get trapped in this room with this woman. Two of them do. Uh, the older lady, um, Meg Foster, and what's the other guy's name again? I forget. I always forget. Uh, his Jeff name. Daniel Phillips. Yeah, uh, JDP. And uh, Meg Foster gets stuck in this room with, or or this cage with this woman, the the church lady that that's kind of like tied to the mattress, and one of the one of the chainsaw brothers. Ah, you know, because you know who she was. She was that, the wife. The wife at the beginning, and they yes. said they were keeping her around. The two clowns took a fancy to yeah, her. Yeah, so they already called it. They called dibs. So I guess that must be part yeah. of the thing. Wow, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. Because I didn't catch it either until I knew she was related in some way. But yeah, it's the very one at the beginning. Yes. Damn, dude, that's fucked up. So chainsaw got one of the brothers is up there and and is fighting against these two right first he goes up to the, the church lady and is like all right you've you we've used you as much as we can and just fucking chainsaw to the well guts. hang on before we even get to that she wants to be she's yeah, trying to, they don't trust her well jeff daniel phillips doesn't trust her meg foster does yeah. she wants to let her out but he's she like no no bad. no i know you you're you're in on this he's like pointing to tattoos he's like i know women like you look me in the eyes he's like look at me he's like fuck because he's like <laughs> You must be telling the truth. He's, he's like fighting with himself, dude, which I love him. Oh, yeah. Let dude. me tell you how much I love him. His character in how Salem. How much do you love him, Chris? <laughs> his character in Salem, great. But this character, dude, every time he got to a point where he was like exasperated or whatever, the way his voice cracked, every time he got like, you know what I mean? He was like, come fuck you, man. Leave me alone. Like. <laughs> Like you, it would crack, and it was this kind of it was kind of endearing. You kind of liked him even more yeah. for it, you know. 
But yeah, dude, he doesn't trust. He doesn't he, trust her. He was tough, but he wasn't trying to put on like a tough guy front. You know, what right? I mean? And that that right there, that that little crack in his voice gave it to you. You know. <laughs> yeah, but then you know this old lady's asking them to help. He doesn't believe it. And then all of a sudden, here comes Chainsaw Man, and he walks up to the lady and just fucking just plows the chainsaw under yep. her gut, dude. And we just watch it just splatter blood everywhere. I mean, this is a like they're sitting there with the spray, right, <laughs> shooting it all up, man. Um, and now they're like, oh fuck, I guess she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't with them. Uh, and they got to try to fight this guy off. Meanwhile, on the outside of the cage, Sherry Moon Zombie and the Jamaican guy are fighting off the other Chainsaw brother, mm-hmm. and. Long story short, both sides end up getting the best of them. And that's when they're like, all right, call in the big guns. Like, we're losing killers here. Like, we're losing. We're not supposed to lose our killers. And they call in, what's his name, Doomhead? Doomhead. Jesus, that's the guy at the very beginning of the film. This guy that does this opening monologue, which after he's done, you don't want to fuck with this guy. Oh, no. They're like, we're calling him Doomhead. So when you hear the name, you're like, oh, fuck, Doomhead? Okay, what's that about? We're doomed. Then you see who it is. You're like, oh, shit, it's the dude from the beginning (laughs) of the film. And we get introduced to him as the name Doomhead while he's fucking ass-fucking some chick while Nosferatu's on TV, dude. (laughs) He's going at it, too, man. Dude, he's going crazy. He's like, he's like... I don't even know what was going on. Like, what kind of reaction was that? But what, how much does that speak to him as an individual and just the type of mentality that this dude has? Oh, God. He's like, a, he, he was fucking her like he was like a jackrabbit. a brute, man. And, and a, a coyote. Yeah. Howling and grunting and, and woofing and slapping her. And then he gets a call and he's just like, hang on a second. And she's like, no, don't answer that shit. And it's business, right? So he finds out. We hear him say, I wasn't going to work anymore this year. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> uh, you only work once a year? Well, we know why. He gets paid good money to do what he does. And he does it well. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so he's the dude. They bring him in. He comes in there, gets himself all dolled, painted up, and, and all fucking dressed up, and which fucking great. Again, great design. Very much. Oh, yeah. I had... um. I had flavors of the Joker there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can see that the inspiration pulled from it. Yeah. Um, like the the mad, out-of-his-mind, psycho killer type Joker, not like not like Batman 66 Joker or not even Jack Nicholson because Jack Nicholson played kind of a cool, calculating, sick Joker. This is the maniacal. Yeah, this is really a Joker we've never seen before. Dark and fucked up Joker. Yeah, uh, I've seen this Joker in, in comics. That's the only time I've ever seen this kind of Joker. Yeah, but man, he kills it. Doomhead. It. This performance is insane, and he is. He's this killer that he's going to come at you. Yep, and he does. He goes immediately after uh, Meg Foster's character and takes her out. Real quick. brutal. No, not oh. even a fight, dude. And it's brutal too. Yeah, it's so like intimate. He's like right in there and just yeah, dude, pulling pulls up it on up. it. Although oh. I don't, I don't think that knife would have cut up like that. No, I don't think so too. I digress. But there he goes. He's going after the rest of them. Now, but who's left? Who's left? Yeah, we have... Two of them. Sherry Moon and... Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips. JDP. JDP. And they're trying to get away. And they find this... And this like Well, because hatch. they could get outside. They yeah. opened up the outdoors. So now you're like, oh, they're going to get outdoors. But then you go out there and it's like, oh, well, it's just more fucking yeah. maze. Yeah. So uh, there's a hatch for them to try to get out. And JDP's like, listen, just get out. 
He tells Cherry Moon to take off, and he's going to try to fight this guy off. Well, he knows he's not going to fight this right. guy Right. He's trying he's to buy trying time. To stall him. He's trying to buy time. He know We know what's happening. She knows what's happening. She starts to get upset, and he's just like, fucking get down there. Fucking get down there with his fucking <laughs> crack. All pissed off at her and shit. And so she gets away. She starts making her way out while he fights off this guy. Barely, not even. Guy comes right at him and just gets him immediately. Yeah, he swings a crowbar half fast because that was basically the last. That's all the energy he had. Yeah. yeah. And then he just starts hitting him. And every time he's hitting him, you ever see the movie uh, Gangs of New York? No, not in a long time, dude. Uh, there's a scene in that movie where Daniel Day-Lewis's character, the butcher, Bill the Butcher, mm-hmm. talks about because he's a butcher, you know, he's showing... Leonardo DiCaprio where the kill stabs are like how to kill from certain angles on which sides mm. and then if you if you get if you do it he's like if you want to keep have them live but suffer you do it right here in the gut and pull up and he goes but if not you do here 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 and that's what he's doing he's just foam foam hitting his dude all over the sides dude oh my god brutal brutal brutal, brutal man decides he's going to chase her down so Zom- Sherry Moon Zombie's out she's doing her best to get away Comes out into a tunnel. Yeah. Out into the desert someplace. Comes across a house. Yeah. One of these kind of, you know, houses that are out there. Like, and, an, old, uh, like an old timey 20s yeah. uh, down by the uh, the test site for the nuclear bomb type houses. Exactly. She gets herself in there, hears music playing, and she sees something that she saw at the beginning of the film. So at the beginning of the film, when they first arrived into town, the carnival, she's fucking around with this this old man that's kind of like the gas pump attendant. Um, but she also notices there's this display. It's like a puppet display, a musical puppet display, and it, it's um, it's it's uh, what do you call those puppets that are on the strings? Marionettes, marionette style puppets, right? And they're but the, it's not. It's all it's all done electronically. No one's actually holding these these strings. But she's looking at it and she makes a comment on this thing, right? This is what she comes across at the very end, and there's this weird realization of like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, why is this here? When she saw it at the, you know, the gas station, what did you get out of that piece? I don't know, dude. I really don't. I had I don't. a I had a theory, and I'm not sure. I, I feel like it 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 has to be more than just everybody's in on this. It's yeah. something definitely more than that. But I haven't been able to pick it out yet. So I'm gonna have to go back and watch this a couple more times and really, really watch it and try and figure it out. But what what, what do you got to say? What's your comment? I was just going to say, I think it was that dude's house, that the old man from the gas station. I think it was his house. And I think he has something to do with this kind of thing that whoever's coming through, he lets them know they're on their way. Like they're going to be on, passing through at this point, get that shit set up. Because, I mean, what are they just sitting there all night waiting around for people to show up? I think he's the alert. He's the one saying they're coming out there. Hmm. That was know. my thought, because when I saw that, I was like, I damn, know, that dude was in on this shit, dude. He's fucked up, man. Yeah, but think about it. This house was completely empty except for that. So nobody's living there. So for them to put this thing out there like that, there has to have been a specific reason for him to put this in this Something. empty house. Something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's Those are the things, too, where sometimes it's symbolism, because for me also, it's this idea that you know they're all just puppets. They're all just puppets in this game. And that very well because she's sitting there staring at this thing, and from behind her comes Doomhead. He's in the room now. Yeah. Yep. And he don't give a fuck, dude. He fucking punches her straight in the fucking oh forehead and knocks God, her down. Dude, that yeah, that of all the things you can do to somebody, punching somebody doesn't very seem very brutal. But holy shit, man, I yeah. felt that. And then he was gonna choke her to death. Holy 
Fuck. He wasn't gonna choke her to death. He was just fucking with. You're her. right. You're right. He He's was just taking like her it. to he the brink of her passing and out have and her come back. Yeah. Which you know what I loved? Zombie knows what it looks like when you kill somebody. Somebody dies from being choked to death. So many movies get it wrong, but when someone's choked to death, typically their eyes are bulging out of their head. Yeah. They're wide-eyed and bulging, and that's what she was doing, dude. Her eyes were like bulging. I was like, holy fuck, this looks intense. Like the end of uh, Total Recall when they're out there on the Martian <laughs> surface. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Seriously. Um, but then he stops. He brings her back to consciousness, tells her to gain her breath, pulls out a switchblade and says, now we're going to have fun. And all of a sudden, there's this announcement over the speakers that says, time's up. Put your weapons away. If there's any survivors, they're good. And he's pissed. Which makes you wonder, was this, was this house just all part of the maze as well? Because why would they have a speaker in there for them to hear it? I think it was outside. You could hear it from outside. Out, yeah, you could hear it from outside. It was like over, it was like loudspeakers. But that's the thing: this town, this area, it's all part of this game. Yeah. If they have those loudspeakers. Yeah. Um, so he leaves, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And we and see she passes out. Yeah, she passes out for a while. We get back to the high society folks. They just pack up and go home. Like, okay, I guess yeah. we're done. Okay, take, take makeup your off, put their clothes back on, back to regular life. They look normal now. But and we still did. walking around with the um, the eyes wide shut, yeah. naked models. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, time to go home. Cut back to Sherry Moon, and now she's kind of stumbling across the highway. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, someone's going to pick her up. So let me ask you this, dude, because. You watched the ending of the movie. You hadn't seen the ending of the movie no. just before recording. Right. I had already seen it, so I was watching it with you. What did you think when you saw the, the the truck coming up behind her? I knew it was him. You knew it was him? Only because the cover of the the, the movie shows ah, that scene specifically. That's the bastards. only reason I knew that was him. But then as he gets out, I'm thinking, so is he just going to fucking kill her anyway? Like, is this just the, like, what's going to happen here? And... It's awesome, dude. Like he comes up behind her, she turns around, and we just get this back and forth of dead silence, but just great imagery with Aerosmith's Dream On playing in the background. And I mean, basically, we're given the sense that we're about to have them both go at it, and she's going to stand her ground. She clenches her fists, she's ready to go until she dies, and he's ready to try to take her life to see what kind of fight she's got. What that tells me, though, I don't know because was that part of the game? Is it now now the game's done and she's moving on, so now she's free and he uh, free meat? He can go for her? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because here, 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 here's the question. Why did he go after her? Did he go after her because she beat him in the game? Did he go after her because Malcolm McDowell gave him some money and said, okay, now go finish it? Yep. Because they never said what they were going to do with her. They never said they were going to let her go. Right. They said, what happens if somebody escapes? It's never happened before. He right. Says, I'll deal with it. Let me deal with it. Or are they offering her to be a part of it now? Is he going out there to recruit her? I don't know. That she's looked just like as they crazy, were bro. She's just as fucking crazy. That's why I'm she wondering. Got there's to the gonna point be. A, where she was slicing to... necks and stuff. Like we forgot to mention those killers. Your favorite, the the S and M couple. Oh my god! Yes, dude. Little Tommy and god German, damn. the German S and M. Tommy guy. Pickles and fucking uh uh uh. Yeah. What's his name? Um. The the Satanist from Salem. Oh, no, the fucking uh, Fabio. <laughs> Fabio and Tommy Pickles. Yes, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, I love that German dude. Like I said, dude, he's been popping up on a lot of different shit that I've been watching lately. But during this time, we're watching Sherry Moon Zombie character go more and more ruthless and ready Elizabeth to kill. Elizabeth Daly and Torsten 
Fogues. You know what I mean? Death head and sex head. They could have. She could have easily tied that lady up. She had the chain around her oh, neck no, already. She said, "Fuck you! You're killing right. all us. Fuck right. you." So I just feel like she's done. She snapped. She's at a point where they could just be like, "All right, we're going to use you now." But let me ask you a question. Ready? You're in the same situation. Do you kill this person, knowing that there's a risk that they can get out and come after you, that they can be let out to come back after you, yeah, and you're not going to know, you're kill not going to know where they're at? That's what we you learn in horror movies. Point. You kill them, and yes. then you make sure they're dead. You don't yes. give them a chance to wake up and walk around. Yeah, like, like when, when she, she first hit the Nazi dude with the you. bat. I'm like, thank you. no, bash his fucking head thank into the you. wall. <laughs> thank you. But she wasn't at that level yet. She wasn't no. at the point where she was willing to kill yet. Nope. Crazy, right? Good Lord. So what'd you think, dude? 31, a return to... The a feel of his other zombie. stuff, but a different okay. kind of story. Because now we have a story that's kind of like Saw. It's yeah, kind of like the Hunger like Games. Saw. It's kind of like Running Man. There's a lot of crazy shit in this f- film, but it's a lot of these things all together. What are okay. your thoughts? So I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. However, I was a little disappointed because up until this point, everything that Rob Zombie has put out has been a very special thing. And this didn't seem very special. I agree. Or big and grand. Dude, this I just fucking agree with that. seemed like he said, all right, we're going to go back. We're going to make another movie. And it was just kind of like a, uh, uh, okay, this is what we're doing. And there wasn't much, um, I don't want to say there wasn't much thought because obviously there was thought put into it, but not in the, not in the way we have come to expect out of Rob Zombie. You know what I mean? Yeah. This definitely brought us... So, yeah, I watched this again, and after coming out of Lords of Salem, I thought to myself, oh, well, I guess we're going back to what he used to do. Like That was my instinct. Like, oh, I guess we're back here again. Right? Because it wasn't yes. this like, okay, where are we going to explore next? What's What are you going to do next with, with you know your storytelling? We got kind of the same stuff, but it is kind of new. So it was zombie doing it... Uh, Zombie doing a stereotypical 1970s slasher gore fest film. Yeah. Grindhouse film. That's yeah. all it was. That's all it was. And I just felt to myself, eh, nothing more. Dude. So like there me, was there was a progression happening here. Let me let me read now. The, let me ask you real quick. Yes. Is this because Halloween got mixed reviews? Halloween two got big time panned, and Lords was looked at as like, come on, dude, stop it now, zombie. What are you doing? You're you're a little too pretentious. Like Critically speaking, that's how that that progression started. Go, it was like downhill from 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 Devil's Rejects. So Do you think he was like, he let's wanted. go back to what worked with Rejects and see if we can't get people back on on this wagon? And then he just said, you know what? Let's even go further. Let's visit that family again next. Well, I was reading that um, the reason he did this and wrote it this way is because he was under the impression that this, he couldn't revisit the Firefly family because mm. the studio owned the rights. And they said, well, no, you own the rights. You can do what you want. <laughs> so then he made... He wasn't aware? I guess not. That's the way it sounded to me when I was reading. Interesting. Yeah. So, But 31, man. Yeah. To kind of return after watching the progression of storytelling. And again, like coming where, out of Lords of Salem... Where the audience kind of threw him into a corner and said, no, go back to where you belong. Yeah. And now he's shunned. Unless he's he just, that was something that he wanted to do. It could have been well like, be. hey, I had a good time. I got this out of my system with Salem. It's this kind of movie. And I, I was able to make my exorcist, right? So now let me go back to this because I want to get back into a splatter film. But how do I not revisit this idea? How do we make something kind of like that but different? 
Yeah, it were. I mean, it was I enjoyed it. Like you said, it's fun, but it's fun. It's it's like it's like going on. It's like going on the Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights haunted house. Like, yes, you're not going in there and walking out going like, holy shit, what a fucking story. You're coming out of it going like, holy fuck, that was awesome. Let's do that again. Yeah. Right. Whereas with rejects, I finish it going like, what a story. Like, oh, yeah. man, what he did there. And then Salem, what wow. a story. And a, this a was visual, just going back to the, visual, the haunted house. Visual way of telling that story. Yeah. So let me read the uh, let me read the critic consensus on Ooh, okay. on Rotten Tomatoes, because I feel like this sums it up best in, oh, okay. for how I feel about this film, right? Okay. Dirty One delivers all the high-energy gore Rob Zombie fans have come to expect, but a lack of fresh ideas and likable characters mean only the already converted need apply. Yeah, JDP was the only person I really liked in terms of character. Um, I don't think there was any other characters I really cared let about. Me, let, well, let me let me lend Even on to Sherry's that. character. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. I didn't really care much. Because there was no build-up to really like these characters. No. We didn't get enough. We didn't get enough JDP of these characters yet. I think it was his, his charm, his way of being the way he was made me like him. Yeah. Like at the beginning when he busts in on the dude having sex with the woman and just stays there looking just through shit. out with him. Fucking messing around. On. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, that crack in his voice, every time he got to a point where he started to get upset or just kind of like, like you know what I mean? It cracked me up, dude. It was funny. Yeah, I didn't really care too much for really any of the characters. Like you said, he was really the only one. Um, that I feel that comes, like I said, from just not having enough time to get to know these characters. And I mean, we were shown who these characters are pretty quickly, but we didn't yeah. have a, an emotional buildup to these right. people. Right. Um, Where I did feel it with him, I guess, because of that, maybe it's that crack. Whatever happened in his voice, whatever that is, you, you kind of feel like... I don't know. You can relate to to being that kind of emotional sometimes when something. Well, happens. then let me ask though: Was that the character, or was that Jeff Jeff Daniel character? That's what I'm uh, saying. Jeff Daniel Phillips portrayal of the character. Whatever it was, it worked. Yeah. Right, and it made me feel that way. I wonder how it would have felt if Zombie had decided to not let his wife survive this one, and it was JDP who was out there at the end who had survived. Would we have felt like, man, good? I I enjoyed this character, and he got to this point, and then even the end would have been even more intense. Like, oh well, yeah, why did fuck. she have to survive? Because his wife, bro. Yeah, but why did she have final to survive? girl? I don't know. She, she fucking shot her head off in fucking Halloween. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> true. She die. That's true. That's true. That is very very true. Um, and she she had a fucking. <laughs> Octopus feet is cut out of her and fucking Lords of Salem. She didn't survive that one either. Mm, I don't know. There could be that weird thing where she was, remember, she was sitting there with the oh, angelic thing she's or whatever the, uh, that was. Yeah. She's the unholy ghost. Yeah. But uh, fun. It was, yes, that's what, yes. it, that's no, what it, was it is. Absolutely. A lot it's of going fun, back to the Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights haunted mm-hmm. house every year because you know which one's going to be fun. So I'll watch that again knowing I'm going to watch that kind of movie. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's, again, I'm not walking away going like, holy shit, what a story. Yeah. Unless there's just things I'm missing. And maybe I watch it a few more times. I'm like, oh, That's wow. That's why I'm wondering about that, that, that puppet set, man. Yeah. If anybody listening has any insider knowledge or, is, you know, we probably sound stupid as fuck because everybody's <laughs> like, really? You, you can't get it? You can't piece it together? But please, it, no, help no, explain it No, no, I don't think so. Us. I don't think so, dude. Um. But yeah, I don't know, dude. Like I said, it was enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. It was a gore fest, which is what I 
what we were introduced to with Zombie, yeah. which you come to love. Um, and it, it was good to see him get back to that. But like I said, I just I didn't really care for the characters. It yep. was too quick into everything. It was only like maybe twenty four minutes. I think I timed it before where they get they got fucked yeah. up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Definitely not his best film. Thus no, far. no, no, no. I would say definitely not. Yeah, probably his least, uh, my least favorite movie of his so far. Yeah, I would say the same for sure. Yeah. Um, next, we have three from hell. What are you expecting from this? Because you don't know anything about it, do you? No. Did you I look don't. anything up? Good. No, I. Because I you remember very thinking to yourself, I think like, I'm gonna what go the fuck home. happened at the end of Devil's Rejects? How are they going to do this movie? I think I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. Oh, if you do, dude, immediately you got to text me and tell me what's up. I I'll watch I'm that shit again tonight too. Tonight. Um, I don't know. Matter of fact, I will. I, I am going to watch it again tonight. Now I'm in the mood. I'm expecting. Let me. Let me. I'm expecting Salem, Thirty One, and Devil's Rejects all in one film. Okay, interesting. I'm expecting because they died at the end of Devil's Rejects. Three from Hell means they're brought back. I'm assuming that they get brought back to life from uh-huh. something in Hell. So you're getting the spiritual de- uh, Devil Satan Paranormal side from it from, from from Salem. You're getting those characters back from. Uh, well, not all of the characters, but I still feel like it's going to be a different character dynamic. Like it was from Thousand Corpses to Devil's Rejects. Yeah. It was different. I think the characters are going to be different again. Yeah. They're going to have a different um, uh, uh, demeanor. Um, yeah. And then... I can't wait for you to see JDP. The blood in the guts from this movie. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting to be fucking super gory and fucked up again. But not as not as... Fucked up in the sense of people are getting killed and butchered, but not so much in the sense of fucked up as... House of a Thousand, oh, no, um, Devil's Rejects, where Otis was making that chick blow him in the hotel room. I don't think we're going to get that kind of fucked up. Okay. I think it's just blood and guts. Awesome. And murder. I can't wait to watch it, dude. <laughs> I can't wait till you watch it, too, and I can't wait to see what you thought. Yeah, I know. But it's going to be fun, man. After that, we're coming back into 1982. Yes. Ooh. That's going to be exciting. What's our movie? It's going to be I interesting. Keep, I, yeah, what's going to be the first one on I keep 82? forgetting to look, dude. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. What's going to be the next film in 82? Um, Three from Hell is going to be fun. Yes, it'll yes. be. And at the end of that, we'll talk about. So be prepared also to come with your your movies in order of your favorite to least favorite okay. for zombie films. Okay. Alrighty, nineteen eighty two. What are we kicking off with? Cat people. Oh wow, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> wow, that's going to be. Have you Very, ever seen it? I've never seen it. No, oh, but, but good. I've, I've, you I've saw seen the like thing on the documentary. Yeah. So it's. Um, Gonna be a big departure from awesome, awesome. <laughs> what we're currently doing. I was so. thinking about revisiting uh, this documentary part one again to go back and see the years that we've already discussed mm, and see kind of yeah. like what they say and talk about with these films because now we've seen a lot of the ones even that you didn't see. Yes. And you have your own opinions and thoughts on them. So now to go back and watch it again and listen to some of these talking heads say their thoughts on what 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 the movie you know means or or whatever and now it after is. You've seen it to see. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah. get where you're coming. Yeah, from. but it's kind of um, cool. I have another thing that we can maybe talk about here for a few minutes. Um, what were your thoughts on seeing Maniac on the big screen? <gasps> we did. We saw Maniac on the big screen. We talked about it, and we did it. Yes. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, dude. I wow. loved it. It was a different experience. It 100% it really is. Absolutely. Seeing a movie on a screen, sitting in a big room that way, with sound all around you and other people around you in a dark... I don't know. It's different than watching it on a flat screen in your house with yep. the sound on. Even if you have surround sound, it's a different experience seeing it in a big screen. Seeing Tom Savini's head explode. 
God, it's completely different damn. on the big screen, dude. Yes, it was. That was wow. awesome, dude. The performance was awesome. I mean, everything about it, I loved even more. It made me more of a fan of the film to yep. be able. And I remember saying it, you know, what is it like to see it on the big screen? Now I know. Yep. And, and I'm glad you caught that, dude, because I thought we'd missed it. We're going to stay on top of them because we're going to start doing a lot more of these. See some of these classic horror films on the big screen. Yeah, we already got two coming up. Oh, can't wait. One of them is not going to be considered for this because it's a 90s film, but we're going to be seeing Scream. Oh, we'll, maybe we'll do it for you. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do, a, we'll do a, like a special. We'll do like a Wes Craven interlude where we touch on stuff that's not oh, from the 80s. I can't wait. Scream's got to be its own month, oh. all the Scream films. Yes, we're doing Scream. We're doing Evil Dead as yeah. well, the original. Yep. On a side note, speaking of Wes Craven, yep, six today. years to the day today. today. So for those of you who are keeping count, it's August thirtieth. Damn. Yes. Yeah, we should do. A, we'll, we'll do a scream one, and then another time we'll do Wes Craven films that aren't like that aren't Nightmare on Elm Street and are not Scream. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of, those... of cool films that he's done. Oh, absolutely, dude, uh, and even just been a part of. Um, that's one of those things where when, when he passed away, I remember where I was. Do you? I found out. Yeah, that's one of those things. Wow, I, remember, I don't think absolutely. I remember where I was when, when I heard. Probably standing on my phone looking at Twitter. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> probably. I was, working at a, uh, I was working at a restaurant in, a, in Culver City in a barbecue joint. Yeah. And I remember I was Tim Robbins walking. coming from. No, this was a different restaurant. <laughs> right down the street, like four stores up. Uh, and I was coming from the bathroom into the kitchen. And I was looking at my phone and I saw it. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Damn, dude. yeah, that sucks. Oh, wow, it's gonna keep happening, man. Yeah. All of these people in horror that we've kind of looked well, up to and watched them. movies, Charlie man. Watts just passed away. Yeah, it's happening, man. I they mean, just get older. Old. Yeah, it happens. It is what it is. Sucks. But you think your heroes are invincible, man? I hate you to know? say it, but you know who's gonna be soon, man. He's getting old, dude. He's getting up there. Who? That his, could be his eyesight's going. So I don't even know how much longer he's going to be writing. Oh, really? You think his, his eyesight's going? Stephen King? Yeah. Yeah. Really? He talks about it himself. He's got oh, that macular gen degeneration or whatever it's called. You know what, though? That That's why even, his lens gets thicker and thicker and thicker. But at some point, he's not going to be able to see it. What year is it? I know, dude. Isn't that the beauty? You don't need that anymore. Isn't that the beauty? He Stephen just speaks. Stephen Hawking, yes. Look at him. He can't even speak, and he can speak. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. All right, let's get out of here. Um, what's our socials? Uh, oh, we are on Twitter at O-O-T-S pod. We are on Facebook, on Instagram, and on the, the Slasher app, your friendly neighborhood horror connection app at Out of the Shadows Podcast. Please come and interact with us. Please give us feedback. Post negative, post positive. As long as you give us something to go off of. Don't just say, you guys suck. Um, because then I'm going to comment back and say that you suck. Um, and then yeah. they'll write back, no, you suck. And then we're like, no, you suck. And, and then, then we'll have to actually announce it on the air because they won't be able to get on top of that one. Else, so. And then we're just going to drop the yo mama on you. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely hit us up. Give us some ratings. Let us know what you think. And um, that's it for us now. So until next time, be good, be safe, be excellent to each other. And as always, keep your eye on the shadows.